Hello everyone and welcome to Brick by Brick. This is a podcast that focuses on the intersection between faith, leadership, and psychology. I'm Dr. Terrence Booker and I'm going to be your host. Super excited to share with you today. So everyone, get comfortable, relax, grab you a notebook. Let's get ready to learn and grow. As a continuation of last episode, when we talked about the power of a check-in, I thought it'd be great to share another tool to help us as we navigate how to be better in our relationships. And this theory is called the ring theory. I first discovered this theory late last year. The organization I was working for had already gone through a series of furloughs earlier in the year. And the whispers came about of a second round of furloughs or layoff of some sort. And with the second round, we weren't sure who would be impacted and how and why. And I was actually in a unique positioning as being a facilitator and coach for external clients we were working with, but also coached a lot of our colleagues within the organization. So I was dealing with the paradox of potentially being one of the many who will be impacted by the second round of layoffs, but also trying to be supportive and help people navigate through doing their work well and dealing with those emotions and all these different thoughts and examples. And then one of the tools that was shared for us as coaches was the ring theory. And this is a way for us to actually bring comfort in and dump our own stuff out. The ring theory suggests that in a crisis, we sit at the center of a set of social rings When we face a crisis, the people closest to the crisis would fit around us in the first ring and others feel outer rings the further they are from the crisis. The person in the center ring and the inner rings can complain about the crisis to those in the outer rings, but those in the outer ring should only offer comfort and support to those in the inner rings. This theory was actually developed a few years ago by psychologist Susan Silk and her friend Barry Goldman. And they wrote about this concept and they said that this is a theory for you yourself to be able to know what to do in a crisis. So if the crisis is happening to you, you're in the center of the ring. If the crisis is not happening to you, you're in the one of the outer circles or outer rings. So just to give a little bit more of like a context to the basic tenets of this theory, I want to go through a few essential steps and maybe you can draw out your rings and really assess where you are if you're going through a crisis or how to navigate when you're trying to help someone else through that cycle as well. Now we can get into the the ground rules of how to use this tool. So the person in the center can actually say anything he or she wants to anyone anywhere within those rings. They have the power to convince and complain. They can whine. They could cry. They could curse. They could talk about how life is unfair or woe is me. And that's the one payoff of being in the center. You have access to everyone in all those rings. Everyone else can say those things too, but only to the people in the larger rings outside of them. So when you're talking to a person in a smaller ring than yours, you want to think about, okay, they're in the center of this crisis. So the goal for me is to help. Leading into some of those skills we talked about in previous episodes, how to listen more, how to be more helpful than talking. This is where you don't open your mouth to coach, advise, judge, give feedback, talk about what you would do, talk about a trauma that you suffered in. The idea here is you're there for comfort and support. 
So think about saying things like, I'm sorry you're going through this. This must be really challenging. Even asking the simple questions of how can I help? What can I do to support you in this moment? It's not helpful to hear things like, uh, well, when this happened to me, this is how I handled it or this is what I would do. Again, you're just bringing the moment down, but instead practice that empathy, step back and listen to see how you can help those people in the center of the crisis. Now, let's say that you do feel the need to yell, scream, complain or talk about the crisis situation as you're in it, but not directly in the center. Here is where you actually look outside of you in the larger circles and you're able to have those conversations because this is a normal response. You know, you may be having some reactions to this as well. The whole idea of this theory is to think comfort in, dump out. And this is where you really want to pay attention to ask yourself questions like, where am I in the circle currently? Given that position, what should I say? Or what would I hope for others to say to me in this moment? Who are the people in the circle that I should comfort? Who are the people I'm allowed to dump to? So this may take some practice or some time to get used to this model. But the whole idea, again, knowing when to comfort versus when you can dump on people here. Now, just to give some practical examples of things to do when you're trying to comfort someone in a crisis, I just wanted to go through a list of a few suggestions to help in that. Number one is easy, right? Bring a meal. You know, when people go through a situation, maybe they may forget to eat or they may not have time to cook or go get something. So you can be a resource by bringing a meal or going get groceries for them. Two, bring a cup of coffee, tea, or even their favorite chocolate bar. Something that will be a little bit of peace or something to enjoy in the moment, even in the midst of the chaos. Offer to go on a walk. Sometimes just getting out in nature or being able to get out of the scenario by walking is a good way to process and think through those different situations and scenarios as well. Four, offer to watch or spend time with their kids. Maybe they are caring for older parents or even if they have pets. How can you step in and support them by helping in that way? Five, think about household things that need to be done. Maybe coming over just to wash dishes or load some laundry or sweep or mop or do some of those household things could be helpful in that moment. Number six, think about their favorite music they like to listen to or a movie or a game or something they like to do and bring that to allow them to enjoy it. And then last but not least, if it feels like it's really challenging or difficult to show up for a person in person, you can actually send a text or a note or an email to let them know that, hey, I know you're going through this challenging time. Just want to let you know that I'm here for you. I want to support you and be there in the midst of that moment. Again, the whole point here is like remembering the power of a check in, remembering that it's inevitable that sometimes in life we will be going through crises or situations where it's hard and difficult. And rather than turning the lens inward to you to think about what you would do, how you would handle it, how you react, how can I focus out on them to bring that comfort, help and support that they need in that moment? And then also have a place that if you do need to dump outside in those larger circles to have a good balance. This has been Brick by Brick podcast at the intersection of faith, leadership, and psychology. Thank you so much for your time and your attention. We'd love to hear from you. Please send us in your voice messages. Want to know what's really resonating with you as you're processing through the content. If you like, please do like and subscribe. 
Also, think of a few people that you would like to share with so they can gain this value as well. I look forward to continuing to learn and grow together. Until next time, see you again soon.